ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode 52 of the Three Under Par podcast. I'm your host, Scotty T, and I'm joined by my co-host, KJ and T-Bone. What is going on, fellas? What's up? 52? Holy shit. This That's is a lot. episode 52. That's wild, right? I can't believe it. That's like a year's worth of podcasts, pretty much. Pretty close. It's been a good time. It's been a good run. Do we know the date we started our first one when we released it? I can go back and check. I think the first one was like first week of January. Because we did the first four. It was like around right. New Year's. That's and that's right. where the one that's in the vault that should never be released <laughs> is, in, is around New Year's. Yes, that's We true. actually recorded that one on New Year's Eve thinking we weren't going to go out. So, of course, you know, we had a few cocktails and other things were going on. And we just... But we definitely went out. We definitely... Yeah. And then KJ was like, no, 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 no. Let's go. Let's go out. And I was like, ah, shit. All right. It happens, though. So, episode 52. Episode 50. That's one I did solo. That was weird. But we are back. Full force. Back and better than ever. Welcome. Thanks for tuning in. We appreciate y'all. Check us out on social media at 3 on a par pod. That's the number three, 3 on a par pod on Twitter and Instagram. Subscribe, rate, and review. Give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. But most importantly is tell a friend. Tell a friend and foursome. Tell your middle-aged aunt. Tell your parents, a co-worker, somebody in the office. T-Bone, you were telling us that people found you in your office now. What's that been like? First of all, they're very surprised when they find out, but... I got some good commentary, and I, I think I developed a few loyal listeners from it as well. Nice. But it makes me wonder if I have to filter myself a little more moving forward. Absolutely not. Don't do it. Yeah. This is unfiltered. Yeah. That's the whole point of us starting this. That's true. Right? Yeah, I'm not going to change my ways. Yeah. Just because of the... Be you. I be authentic. It. I think that's what our listeners like about hey, this. Corporate T-bone is different from podcast T-bone. <laughs> Are you even more of a Shoffley in your corporate life, T-Bone? Yeah, I actually am. <laughs> I could imagine. That's probably why they were shocked. They're like, what? You're not Alexander Shoffley your entire life? <laughs> T-Bone. This is where the T-Bone personality really comes out. Comes through, huh? <laughs> yeah. That's what keeps the people coming back, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Well, KJ, it's been a few weeks since we've had you on. We missed last week. Um, apologize for that. Just some scheduling stuff. We were out of town for work. T-Bone was in Boston. I was in Dallas. So KJ was like, eh, nope, we're good. <laughs> but KJ, in the meantime, since it's been a few weeks, catch us up with you, man. You were out there. Well, first off, for this episode, we're going to talk Tiger Woods. Like, Tiger Woods, 82 victories, PGA Tour wins. Man, it's like this is all time. We are witnessing history. So we're going to dive a lot into that. But before that, we're going to kind of catch you up with what's been going on here with Three Under Par. Uh, so, KJ, last time we talked to you, or haven't talked to you, what's going on? The Houston Open? You were caddying in the Houston Open. You've played in multiple tournaments. How's the game looking? The game's all right. I mean, you actually played with me on the Trackman Simulator on, what was that, Friday? Saturday afternoon. Saturday. Saturday afternoon. So, slammed, slammed a few white claws, shot under par. Real so. quick, before the or just so the listeners know, that was the first time I've touched a club since the mid-am. It should. If you go back and listening... <laughs> <laughs> We hit a few wayward shots on the, ch- and if it's that wayward on the track, man, that's when you know you're like, ah, oh, crap, like that is not good. But that was literally the first time you go back and listen to the episode that's titled "The Golfing Disaster." That was the last time I touched a club, so it's been a few weeks. It was good to get back. Well, not out bad. There. You broke eighty. I did on uh, where do we play? Glen Oaks on the we track, did. man. The tournament we went up to, and we watched the uh, Northern Trust Open in 2017. 2017. There you go. Yeah, that was the same week the Hurricane Harvey. That's right. Hit Houston because we were stranded there. 
Yeah, that was actually kind of fun. Man, good good times. Okay, anyway, so Houston Open's been going on. Or, yeah, and then you, you caddied on the Monday qualifier, I caddied right? for a pro, a guy grew up. I think we all kind of grew up playing with him. Uh, yeah, Preston Stanley. Preston he, Stanley. He's a friend of the pod. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a pro out at Pine Forest Country Club here in Houston on the west side. Uh, the It was actually the Monday qualifier for the Shell Houston Open. Some of the most phenomenal golf I've seen on greens that were faster than what you saw at the Shell Houston Open, like 12 and a half. Wind was blowing 15 and swirling, like everywhere. Wait, might be a stupid question. Do they play the qualifier at the no, Houston we, Open or no, is it we, Cypresswood? Cypresswood was the pre-qual. And then the qualifier, the Monday qualifier, the one that actually gets you in, was out at Wood Forest, which is up um, That's in the close. Woodlands, right? Yeah, it's up pretty close to Carlton Woods. Um, and like I said, the green's running fast, 15 out of every direction, every second. It was like no way to toss up grass and it go in one way. It was insane. And I think four under didn't even make it. Wow. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was five under. Uh, two guys shot seven under, I think. And I don't care what type of golf I've ever played in my life. Seven under was never a thought that I would see out in that condition, <laughs> ever. And there was two of them. Yeah. And I was just like, unbelievable. It's so weird that those guys can shoot that and then they don't even sniff the leaderboard 99.9% of the time. Right. How and the hell does that happen? These are the guys that can't even make it into the tournament. And they are dusting all of us. Yeah. <laughs> Like there's yeah. there's only one guy out there that I would have tried to ever bet money against, and he was like <laughs> 67 years old, and he had an exemption into into it. He only hit the ball 220. I was like, respect. The guy still shot three over par in that, which jeez, which would have been that would have dusted us. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I mean, because that's the thing, you know. KJ and I were both scratch golfers. T Bone, you're not too far behind, and we would get roasted out there. Look and. We kind of joke about it all the time. Whenever we do go out and post, you know, 69, 70, feel like we play pretty good. It's like, hey, like maybe if we start working on the game a little bit, we can give it a try. And KJ's just shaking his head that right now. That, no that way. And then we have the rounds that bring us back to reality because we see guys like Preston. And I remember Akshay Bakhtia was in that qualifier. Yes. My friend Kyle Jones was in that qualifier. He was right and behind us, Bakhtia. And every shot was just phenomenal. They're this, so good. And they're not even on the PGA Tour. He, well, he's so young. He's so young. Um, I think he's like six, 17. 17? Yeah. He's like maybe 120 pounds soaking wet. <laughs> maybe. And this guy's hitting iron shots into the green that we just played. And Preston was right there. And Preston. He bombs it. He bombs it. Yes. I mean, it's insane. I saw this guy hitting sand wedges in on holes that were like 450. I'm just like... <laughs> That, what? That's different golf. That's yeah. I I don't understand. Hey, don't worry. That. Akshay Bakhtia, he uh, he teaches or he gets lessons from George Genkis, the speed doctor. Okay. George Genkis, <laughs> who also who also teaches Matthew Wolf. If that kind of puts in perspective, right there. So yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I did that and then went to the Shell Houston Open. Um, that was quite an event for me. I actually got to see Scott there. We did. We ran into each other. Unfortunately, he got there a little late, so I was already starting to take a turn. Man, that was a, <laughs> that was a busy weekend, though. Like, with Baylor homecoming, I didn't get there till Sunday afternoon. Yeah. Uh, we, yeah. We, we got there, and I had those general admission tickets. Um, so Shout out to Kramer yep. for those. Shout Appreciate out Kramer. It. Thanks. And, of course, I got my binoculars preparing like I normally do. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I'm half a binocular deep, 
And yeah. one of my buddy goes, I have these tickets to this tent. We should, you know, at least go check it out. I was like, okay, let's go check it out. All inclusive. Anything you wanted. And I mean anything. Right off the 18th green. Oh, my gosh. Right off the 18th green. I was like, I did not prepare for this. <laughs> <laughs> this was a test. I'm in the wrong class. I'm going to fail this one. And that night, KJ sent us a picture of a bloody shirt. <laughs> yeah. Which we found out, T-Bone, that is not – they weren't related. It didn't happen at the Houston Open. No, that happened at like – We can save that for a different time. Yeah, that happened – uh, probably midnight or later. I see and a little bit of scar, but you look good. Yeah. Oh, this one, this one wasn't too bad on the on the chin, but okay. it was all self inflicted. It's fully healed. I honestly super glue. An amazing a recovery. <laughs> I mean, that was. It's like you got some Elmer's glue. He just put it on there. Put some. It's it's actually called Fix It All High Strength Adhesive. Here's your plug. Send us a check. Yeah, cut the check. Um, it actually looks pretty good, especially since I did it at like 1:30 in the morning. Probably not in the best shape. <laughs> And now it looks pretty good. I would say I did a pretty damn good job. Well done. Today was the first day that I could actually shave. Well done. So, <laughs> but now we're here. <laughs> There's not a giant hole in my lip. Wow. Yep. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. Houston Open. Good times. So, just going on what's going on in Houston. Again, it's been a few weeks since we've been together. Houston Astros. Or that's the World kind Series. of the white ball that's that priority the, right now. Look, we're in fall golf right now. The weather's actually pretty good. Finally, here in Houston, it's oh, not a hundred degrees anymore. But then again, so the reason why KJ and I were on the track man on Saturday, that morning was like it was only like fifty degrees, but it felt really cold. The wind was blowing, sun wasn't out, and then sure enough, like once we made the call to play golf inside on the track man. The sun came out. It was still kind of chilly, day. though. It was a little chilly. I for, played in a tournament yesterday. I'm, I mean, for us, we're not used to the cold weather down here. I played in a tournament yesterday, and it was like 75, not a cloud in the sky. I felt like I was in California. It was phenomenal. That's great. It was phenomenal. Yeah. But yeah, Astros, at least at the time of this recording, it's, it's the travel day. They're up 3-2. We won three games on the Nationals. Been watching a lot of baseball recently. That's what's taken up the majority of my evenings. Days are getting shorter. Daylight savings. That's actually next week. I don't know if y'all knew that or not. Bummer. That's what a, day? That, uh, Saturday to Sunday. That's when you fall back. I got a tournament that Monday. Sunday. Hopefully, I'll be on time. Well, so you get that extra hour of sleep. So hopefully, y'all enjoy and the listeners enjoy the extra hour of sleep and or the extra hour of partying, depending on how you want to look at it. Sometimes a little bit of both. The what? An extra hour of partying. Oh, okay. Partying at the bars. Oh, gotcha. yeah, if you're out Saturday if night, drink, it's 11.59, yeah. it goes back to like 11.59, or is it, it's at 1, I it? think it starts at 2, and then it drops back to 1 a.m. Hell, yeah. Yeah. That's even better. Lights on, lights off. Everybody can yep. stay. Last <laughs> call for, wait, another hour. We got it. <laughs> Good times in college with those fall back. But daylight saving also kind of marks the end of golf season, officially, if you will, at least in my mind, down here. But the fall golf, I, I don't know. I'm actually kind of developing some fall golf thoughts i don't know if i'll put that the paper or like save that for a segment for next week in the next two weeks just like how fall golf kind of sucks on the pga tour but also that being said because the pga tour kind of sucks in the fall it does open up the door for those web.com guys like lonto griffin one down here in houston he gets into the masters lives are completely changed his story is incredible go back and listen to our episode about the houston open breakdown but this is an opportunity for the big guys to go over to Asia. And that's where Tiger Woods comes into the picture. Holy shit, Tiger Woods. Tiger, Tiger freaking Woods. Every time, baby. KJ every time. It, hills it's right just now. unbelievable. Win number 82. Uh, you'll, get, you'll get the 
comment. Everybody wants to look at Tiger Woods and say, is he the best of all time? I feel like that's one of the main things that we hear. Right. And you base it on majors, as we've talked in many, many episodes before. Majors are so heavily weighted. But you got to look at Jack's number of majors and look how many guys that he was playing against that weren't like Rory, that weren't like Brooks Kepka, that weren't like Spieth, Ricky Fowler, mm-hmm. you know, J- Justin Rose. Justin Jason Thomas. Day, Phil Justin Thomas, Phil Mickelson, Phil Mickelson. So I mean, BJ Singh was in that conversation for a while. Davis Love Davis the third, Love the third, Jim Furyk. Yeah. Like these guys were winning. Ernie Els. But yeah, I mean, the Big Easy. Shout it, out to him. He just had his 50th birthday. If you ask me, and I think this is a good question, to kind of dive into. If I haven't kind of touched on the main two topics, let's do it. Is he the best of all time? Is he the best of all time? T Bone, start us off, man. What you think? Yeah, gotta be. The thing that's tough for me with obviously the major count, but also Jack's, I believe, 17 second-place finishes. He has a lot of second-place finishes in majors. That's tough, but if you look at all of the injuries and everything he's overcome and the PGA Tour wins like you're talking about now, also, the I mean, just the, the 2,000 years right around that period, just the domination that he had, I don't think uh, Jack ever fully dominated like that. And I think his was more consistent where Tiger's has just been almost periods of domination. There's no doubt between like that 2000, 2002 era for Tiger Woods. Like that is the best golf that has ever been played. Hands down, no questions asked. Even Brandel Chambly, the stats guy, he, like, he says that is without a doubt the best golf that's ever been played. I just looked it up. Jack Nicholas has 19 second place finishes in majors. Woo. So he has 18 wins and 19 runner ups. And that's not even including his US AM wins. Because at the time when he won in 86, you'll hear Ken Venturi on the broadcast say, and Jack Nicholas, if he makes this, it's his 20th major win. But now we give him 19. We've talked about it a little bit in the past of rotating major wins. You know, Bobby Jones, because. He won the Grand Slam, but that was the British Am and the US Am. You know, it's comparing apples to oranges. Bottom line, Jack Nicholas, like for the longest time until Tiger Woods, was the best golfer of all time. Period, hands down. I'll probably throw him, Ben Hogan, and maybe Walter Hagen in there. Either Hagen or Palmer, I would say. Were I don't know, dude. Tiger Woods, to piggyback off you, in my mind, without a doubt, the best golfer that ever touched a club. He's the GOAT. Couldn't agree. Couldn't agree with you any more than that. Like, it's the pretty, domination, it's plain and simple. The domination and the amount of wins and the, I think the fields that he beat, is especially says now. Enough. Especially now because he is facing his creation, if you will. Meaning the kids that are coming up, Brooks Kepka, even Justin Thomas, Jordan Spieth, they, Ricky Fowler, they were the guys who watched Tiger and wanted to be Tiger. He created this monster. He created the monster, and he's still beating the monster. Won the Masters this year. Won the Zozo Championship. Even won the Tour Championship. You know, people will say, oh, those are limited fields. Shut up. Like, those are still the best players in the world. Oh, Brooks Koepka didn't play this week. Or Dustin Johnson, they were out partying in Halloween. Shut up. Like, Tiger Woods still won. He beat Roy McIlroy. All the best players in the world. Like, he's the GOAT. Yeah, I agree. 82 wins. 82. 82. To win at this level is hard enough. Do it 82 times. I didn't even think this would ever be really a topic. Yep. Back in the 60s, possibly, if you're just dominant. How in the hell do you win 82 times? 
that kind of goes back to, I forget exactly the number, but Byron Nelson, didn't he win like 18 events in a row or something like that? It's like 12 to 18, somewhere in there. He won straight PJ Tour events. Great, that's awesome. And all due respect to Sam Snead. Sam Snead was an incredible golfer, great champion. The only regret of his career is not winning the U.S. Open. He, he, he's got a great story. A lot of the tournaments, though, you can look it up. Golf Digest, I believe, has done a really good article on this. A lot of his tournaments were like 18-hole tournament wins. Like the it, point being is that the PJ Tour wasn't well-established like it is now. Correct. A lot of them were 36-hole tournaments, match play tournaments, 18-hole tournaments. I believe even one at the, at the Clam Bake, the, which is now the AT&T Pro-Am at Pebble Beach. It was the Bing Crosby Clam Bake. He, I think there was a four-way tie for first, and they gave everybody like the like, oh yeah, you won the tournament. Like, can you imagine that happening now? No chance. Like, you're going into a playoff, <laughs> <laughs> right? The PJ Tour wasn't as organized as it is now. The fields weren't as good. To your point, KJ, you had Nicholas, Snead, Palmer, Storm Watson, maybe Lanny Watkins, Johnny Miller, a few other guys, but the fields just weren't as deep now. Yeah, it look. It's pretty plain and simple. Tiger was his best of all time. Even if he does not catch Jack's record, I, I still consider him the best golfer to ever play the game. I agree with you there. And that's that's coming from us. You know how heavily we yeah. weight majors I mean, in our topics. Michael Jordan is considered the best because he went 6-0 and in NBA championships, right? So the majors count drastically. I feel like you have to take into account everything that he's been through. What could that major's number be if he was – I mean, how many years was he hurt between, like, 2007 to now? How many tournaments did he miss? How many majors did he miss? A lot. Yeah, like over half of them. I believe before the age of 34, Tiger won 71 times. It's either, like, 32 or 34. So in his early 30s, everybody thought he was going to win 100 times yeah. on tour. I mean, Sam Snead, goodbye. But then the injury scandal, it's been well documented what's going on with Tiger Woods. We don't have to go into it now. But it's definitely worth noting what he's had to overcome. And it's, it's amazing. It really is. He's the GOAT. I can't. <laughs> KJ, I'm looking at your legs. You're getting chills again, just man. happens. It's a weird, it's a weird deal. Yeah. I'm not even the biggest Tiger fan in the world, but uh-huh. simple facts are facts. Tiger Woods has 82 wins. Who, who would you guess like, who's active on the PGA Tour? Who's next? In terms of wins on the PJ Tour. Maybe. And don't look at my notes, T-Bone. I feel like Brooks <laughs> and Dustin are almost too far along in their careers. Well, to, it's Phil Mickelson. Yeah, that's it. Oh, I thought you meant kind no. of starting. Right. So just okay. active players on the PJ Tour. Phil Mickelson is number two. He has 44 wins. Okay. That's a shit ton. Just that's so, a ton. That's so much. And that's, barely, that's just over half of Tiger Woods' wins. Half. Next on the list is Dustin Johnson in terms of active wins. He's got 20 wins. 20 wins. 20 wins. That's why, in my opinion, Dustin Johnson might be the most underperforming player ever because of his talent. He's won a lot, but he only has one major win. But still, dude, he's got 20 wins. It's not easy to win on the PGA Tour, and he's done it 20 times. Rory McIlroy has 17. Jordan Spieth has 11. Pretty good. Nobody is going to come close to sniffing Tiger Woods on this, though. I don't think anybody ever, ever again will win that many tournaments. Nope. If all these guys started right now with zero wins, you know how 
hard it would be for anybody to get it, get to even 40? That would be so hard. I, I don't see it happening. No. I really don't There's see it happening. There's too much talent. There's too much talent. All due respect to Rory McIlroy, he can't putt. That's why he will not. He might be one of the best ball strikers ever. Nope. He's not. I bet your McIlroy ends up with, let's say, 25 to 30 wins, which is still going to be a shit ton. Right? He's 30 years old. He's at 17 right now. Outside of him, I can see Justin Thomas getting up there. At the moment, I don't see Jordan Spieth getting up there. But maybe that's just me getting caught in the moment on Spieth. Because uh, he's canceled, right, Tivon? Is he still? I think he's still canceled. Okay. He did a little bit better uh, last week. You know, they're they're on the Asian swing right now. Where honestly, I thought we had nothing to talk about the CJ Cup, whatever, and then the Zozo Championship. First off, there were like no crowds and everything. Can you imagine the Tigers playing here in the states, tying Samson's record, and you have like one row of galleries? No, that's not gonna happen. We all saw East Lake. Oh, the, I just got chills. Yeah, like if something like that happens in the most States, people I've ever seen on a golf course. So yeah. to piggyback off that, a Tiger Woods is going to break the record, right? Like it's foregone conclusions. Sorry, sorry Sam Snead. Make room. Tiger Woods is going to pass you. Where does Tiger Woods get his 83rd win? WGC Ooh. or the Hero World Challenge? Ooh, I don't like the Hero World Challenge. I don't know. I don't, that was his return last year. I think he wants a little revenge from what he did last year. I mean, we were joking about limited fields. Like, that's <laughs> almost the ultimate limited field is at the Hero World Challenge. It's his tournament, too. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm, I'm you know, I, I think I think one of those two tournaments is going to be 83 for him. Okay. T-Bone, what you got? Do we know what the first WGC event is? Yes, it's in. Uh, they have one over in Asia, right? Yeah. It's in Shanghai, I believe it is. I don't, I don't think he's going to win that. I don't really know what W win or what a, a WGC event is, but he always just fucking wins them. <laughs> oh, my God, T-Bone. <laughs> you got you to be kidding me. To your point, T-Bone, Tiger Woods has won 18 WGCs, World Golf Championships. The next person who's in second is Dustin Johnson with six. And again, Tiger wasn't even playing for multiple years. Golly. He always wins them. He's insane. Well, he dominated the Bridgestone for like a decade, like the Arnold Palmer invitation. Oh, he just has so many wins over there. Uh, let's see. Here we go. Shanghai, okay. China, World Golf Championships, HSBC Champions. Okay. It is, oh, next, this weekend. I don't even know if he's playing in that. It's so October weekend? 31st through November 3rd. So that starts Thursday. Huh. Okay. And then you have the Mayakoba Classic. We all know what happened there last year with uh, Uh-oh. our boy That's Matt our Kuchar. Boy Kuch. That's what, the scene <laughs> of the crime. He's going back. Hero World Challenge, then the President's Cup. So I think he'll be going into the President's Cup. I don't know if he's even playing all these. He'll probably play two out of the next three maybe. Well, he's already really? over there, so he has to, right? Well, I mean, if, if you look at it, that's the only one over there. The uh, WGC this week. So yeah. I'm assuming he'll play that one. I don't know if he'll play Mayakoba. And then the RSM Classic at Sea Island. Then his tournament, Hero World Challenge. So he might only have one chance to win. He'll probably only play one, maybe two of those tournaments. But I think he'll be going into the President's Cup on top, 83. You know what tournament jumped to mind? I don't know if he's ever won there. Is that Riviera? Has he ever won there? Because I know that's where he made his tour debut when he was like 
16? Was that Riviera Country Club? Whatever they call Sounds it now. It's right. like it's yeah. like the Genesis Open or something like that. Anyway, I think that would be pretty cool because he's played there so many times to finally get that first win to break Samstein's record. I swear, though, if he gets his 83rd win at the Masters... Oh my gosh. Augusta? <laughs> oh my god. What Dude, a- that would be so insane. What? That, that would, would be, be insane. Wild. We have a little stretch on a couple courses that he's been very successful at. Well, the Farmers it- comes to mind. Exactly. End of January, early February, February he's playing Torrey Pines and Pebble Beach. And then it goes to Riviera like you're talking about. I wonder if he's So that play- could be another stretch for him. He could probably play in Kapalua since he's won. Yeah, I don't know. Roy McIlroy has three wins in his last 13 starts. Tiger Woods also has three wins in his last 13 starts. Love it. Tiger, Tiger's back. Here's the thing. Ever since the Masters, people were like, eh. Like, people weren't feeling too good about Tiger's season. We were kind of in that boat after the Masters. Didn't have a great showing at the majors. His knee, he had surgery on his knee again during the offseason. Like, that's never a good thing. Compared to two years ago, coming off his win at Eastlake, we're like, we were jacked up. Like, yeah, this is sick. Uh, the, I think, in my opinion, this just proves that when Tiger's healthy, still, he is the best player in the game. When, he, when his knee is right, when his back is feeling good, Tiger is without a doubt the best iron player to ever touch a club. He gets wayward with the driver sometimes, but in today's golf game, that doesn't really matter as much. Distance is the only thing that counts. So the fact that he's such a good iron player, I think this is why he's still competing. He's great, and he also, you know, right before when y'all walked in, before we uh, got the microphones hot, there's an article on GolfChannel.com that's like, is Tiger the best putter of all time? I just saw the headline, I tell y'all, nah. I don't think he's the best putter of all time, but he's the most clutch putter of all time. Think about 2008, U.S. Open. There wasn't a doubt in anybody's mind that he was going to make that putt to send into a playoff. Very true. I agree with that statement. Yeah. Whenever there was a time when Tiger was, you know, especially when he was dominating, whenever there was a time where you're like, this is a big putt, or he needs this, or this would slam the door, most of the times it was to slam the door. Yes. Like, it was almost an automatic. I mean, think about all those times, you know, him walking in the putt against Bob May in the playoff at the PGA Championship where he's pointing at the ball when he's running down to the hole and like, yeah, yeah. Uh, the U.S. Open, the Masters. Think about how many times he has stepped up. Big-time players step up in big-time moments. I'm getting chills all over the place, man. And he is the guy that you want on the 18. If you have a putt for your life, like, it's got to be Tiger Woods. If you need a 20-footer to make it, I'm, I'm picking Tiger Woods still to this day. I don't care if he's on a brace right out of surgery the next day. I'll, I'll still want Tiger Woods to make that putt. Sorry, T-Bone. What were you going to say? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to – well, I'm, I feel like I'm killing the mood with this, but I feel like every time I'm cheering for Tiger in a major or any tournament, I don't really – it's hard to pinpoint what exactly he does well because nothing really stands out. It's like Brooks and DJ, they're bombing drives. Jordan's making putts. Phil's getting up and down, bombing shots. And Tiger's just like – he's just steady and makes big putts. Mm-hmm. It's almost like there's nothing that really anymore. M- meaning, when he first came out on tour, dude, he was overpowering golf courses. He was the guy who crushed the ball, made every single putt, all the chips. Like he, yeah. he just did everything better than everybody. Yeah, but 
I, I think now just watching him, it's especially thinking back to the Masters, it's what did – I almost felt like I wanted him to win so bad and he was just making pars and birdies here and there that he wasn't like – I don't know. There was nothing, nothing too crazy about, about his it. game. Yeah. But that's that's what you want in major champions. You know, you don't want somebody who's going to put up six, seven birdies in a round and have a couple doubles and have four bogeys. That's not going to work. Think about the U.S. Open. It's not about how many birdies you make. It's about how many blow-ups you don't have because there's doubles and triples all over U.S. Opens. Oh, yeah. All the time. 100%. That's major championship golf. You know, you go out on these random tournaments – and you play major championship golf, you lose by nine or ten. You don't take the shots. You know, you have to be more conservative. And like you said, big putt, you could also say is being patient, right? Yep. He's being patient. That's what you need to be in major championships. You have to be patient. Let those opportunities present themselves. So when you force it, that's when you play your way out of it instead of playing your way into it. Yep. We've said it a few times. Most people win golf tournaments because the guys in front of them fall back. I've, in my opinion, one of the most classic examples of this was the 96 Masters when Greg Norman had like a six-shot lead going into Sunday and then blew it. It's that famous video of him, I was like, joke, rolling on the ground like a little bitch. Uh, and Faldo ended up coming back from behind and winning. I think Norman shot 80 on that Sunday too. Just, ugh. Beautiful. Not, not good. Tiger's close rate. I forget. I saw a few stats on it. 89% when he has the... Is it a 36 or 54 hole lead? The other top 20 players in the world, <laughs> is when they have that lead, guess what the percentage is? 33%. Unbelievable. So three times the average. Yeah. Unbelievable. And think about how many times he's been in that position, having 82 wins now. It's not like he's done it, you know, nine out of 10 times. He's done this 75 out of 82 times or whatever that number comes out to. Yeah, I mean, it's Golly. that's that just goes back to clutch. Big players show up in big moments, like you said. Yep. That's phenomenal. 80, unbelievable. 82 wins. 80, 89% close rate. There are some stats out there just across sports in general, like Cal Ripken Jr.'s consecutive games played streak. Nobody's going to touch that, in my opinion. Uh, what are some other ones? I don't know if anybody's going to top Barry Bonds' home run record. People sometimes have an asterisk <laughs> next yeah. to that one. But point being, there are some records out there that are not going to be touched. Maybe I, maybe Hakeem Olajuwon's all-time block record, too. Uh, Joe DiMaggio hit uh, oh, his hit streak. games in a row at the hit. Yeah, what is that, 56? Yeah, 56. Or 50, yeah, 56. Whenever Tiger breaks Sam Snead's record, nobody's gonna come, is going to come close to it. Never again. Never again. Never not again. even close. Nope. They're even the guys, sniff it. even the guys that are halfway there, not even a chance that they're going to get there. Hell is going to freeze over before <laughs> Tiger Woods' record gets broken. We will have a all-time, most-winning PGA Tour record from Tiger as long as the world is spinning, no doubt. And there's also an element of what if with right. Tiger. What if the scandal didn't happen? What if he stays healthy? Yeah, didn't give out. He what if he didn't have four back surgeries? Honestly, right at a hundred. Could you imagine getting the triple digits on the PGA Tour? I'm just shaking my head right now, man. I am so just like, holy shit! It is it's outrageous. Insane. He would, yeah, easily have a hundred wins on the PGA Tour. He would probably have upwards of twenty-five major wins. Seriously, yeah, because. When he first originally stepped back, 
That's when Rory McIlroy came into the picture. Imagine if we got young Rory versus, versus Tiger Woods. Oh, man, that would be electric to Vincent watch. fireworks. So I, I think one of our last questions, we're talking about Tiger and records and all that. Yeah. I think we're pretty clear across the board with yeses. Is he going to break the all-time win record? That's a pretty clear yes. Yes. Is he going to catch Jack? No. That one's a little bit tougher. No. Yeah. That's that's hard. It's not gonna, not gonna happen. happen. Why? Believe. believe. I would it's love something. it. It's I big cat, it. baby. It's the big cat. Let's go. <laughs> big cat smells blood. <laughs> what's 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 his Tiger name? is forty three. He's about to turn forty four in December. Father time is undefeated. That's, this is very true. That's especially since the game's shifting to the bombers. Exa- yes, exactly. Like Tiger Woods, he can't go out and win on every single course anymore. It, it is what it is. Tiger Woods is going to do well at courses like Augusta National where, yes, you need to be long, but you need to hit Precision. the ball into the green in a certain place. That's why I was saying him being such a good iron player, that's why he's so relevant today. Tebow, you're saying no, huh? If he, if he was, I'm going to say 40, maybe three years younger, that's, it's 43 is just pushing it for – Three more majors to tie, four to four to beat him. I I think it's just a little too much, uh, a little too late. And again, just with all of the the injuries that can happen with him using chopsticks the wrong way, uh, <laughs> it's oh man. I it's possible, but not likely. I'm gonna say it's, it's not gonna happen. Okay. I. Uh- I hate to agree with T-Bone on any stance, but... <laughs> it's the worst, this, right? I, I think one major, one more major, very doable. Two, possible. Is he going to catch Jack? I don't think he is. Shit, I think he'll win five more tournaments. Yeah. But I really don't think he's going to win three of, more majors. It's a lot of pressure, too. Yeah, with as soon not as you o- get not only, to that, not only winning majors, but when you have a, a shot clock, basically... That's pretty tough. Yeah. Sam Snead was 52 years old when he won his last tournament. So let's say he doesn't win for the rest of the year. He turns 44 December 30th. He's still got eight more years for Sam Snead. So, yes, will he catch 90 PJ Tour wins? Possibly. That's averaging about one and a half a year, give or take. Uh I when's the last but time? But majors is a different ball game. Also, when's the last time a 52-year-old won on the PGA Tour? Maybe Davis Love the third. Then he went at the Wyndham or something like that a few years back, but he was like 51. Mm. Yeah. That's, that doesn't sound – I don't know. I don't know if he's that old. If anybody's going to do it, it's, it's Tiger Woods. Agreed. <laughs> like, I agree. Like Tom Watson was 60 years old or something like that and was in contention at the British Open. But when you go back to saying Sam Snead won at 52, he didn't have Rory and DJ and Brooks barking down his ass. Justin Thomas, George yeah. Spieth. Justin yeah, Thomas, when we talk about these guys, I think Justin Thomas is about to be a way bigger story in the next year than he has been so far. I really have been kind of looking at his swing and looking at his game. Everybody on his team thinks he's in the right spot, and I think he's he, he's about to turn it on. He I'm kind of has been there and then will step down because, I don't know, a wrist injury or – I don't know. It, it seems like he has had those those moments where he's scary good, sixty one good on the U.S. at the U.S. Open. Yeah, 
and he's in the 59 club. He's yeah. in the 59 club. 290 something yard three woods into yeah. the green. God. He does shit like that, and then I'll kind of drop off. And then he has these crazy moments, and then kind of drops off. So I could definitely see some consistency with that freak golf as well. To answer your question, KJ, for me, I do not think he catches Jack. So unfortunately, we, we went yeses across the board. I think he for sure gets one more. Okay. I think I'm with you. He I'm could there. get two. It's got to be Augusta National because he knows that course so well. It's the only major where it's at the same course every single year. And I forget exactly what the upcoming venues are for the other major championships. I believe Wingfoot is coming up soon for the U.S. Open. If I remember correctly, Olympic Club as well. It's not like he's played these courses before because he's been around for so long. But in those time periods, courses change. Take out trees, put in bunkers. Put in trees, lengthen them. Most importantly, lengthen them. Right. Yeah. So, look, we'd be a fool if we say that Tiger Woods isn't going to do it for sure. Like, there's always that possibility that he's going to do it. If anybody can, it's him. As we said, he's the GOAT. I just don't really know what else to say on that. Like, it's so impressive. There was a time, though, where I didn't think he was going to break Sam Snead's record or Jack's. 2014, 2015, he just had his spine fused together. Mm Mm-hmm. I, I was on board. I was I was saying he might never win again, yep. and I stood firmly on he'll never win another major. Yes. I was definitely wrong on that, and I'm so glad I was. I remember having roommates when I was living in Ponte Vedra with my roommate out there, big golf fan, shout out to Matt, and we were just saying it would be a travesty because we think he's the best golfer ever, and he wouldn't have either record. So the fact that he's going to get this record for Sam Snead, very impressive. He deserves it to be such a great ambassador for the game of golf. In general, you know, say what you want about his personal life and all that stuff. In terms of growing the game of golf, nobody has done that more than Tiger Woods. The Not reason close, why the purses are so big, Tiger Woods. But back to say what you want about his personal life, he was kind of a dick in the past. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, total yeah. dick. <laughs> he was such an ass. He really, gosh, can you imagine working for him when he's in his mid-20s? Oh, gosh, that would be awful. I'm out on I, that. I think... Through all these experiences of the sex scandal and the injuries, he grew up through all that and has become a better person. And having kids, I think, changes that too. But, yeah, he I think he was definitely an asshole and has definitely become a better person just being totally humbled with injuries and personal issues as well. There's no doubt in my mind that he is a different person now than what he was even just a few years ago. Because really, when he got that fourth back surgery, when his spine was fused, he had he said he had trouble getting out of bed. He just wanted to play with his kids. You don't realize how much you cherish something until it's taken away from you. Just in general, whatever it is. KJ, how was it not playing golf this year when you broke your ankle? Oh, it sucked ass. That kind of makes you realize how much you love golf, right? I could hardly walk to the bathroom. I didn't even miss like my day-to-day activities. Like It didn't bother me that I couldn't do them well. That's why I actually... When I, when I couldn't play golf, I was still kind of playing golf. I was yeah, out there were. limping around in a cast because it was so unbearable that I just said, I don't care. I'm, I'm, it's not going to happen anymore. Yeah. Just, I mean, because th- that's just kind of a life thing in general. Until something is not available to you anymore or, not, or, or is taken away from you, you don't realize how much you love it, appreciate it. Tiger got a new life. It's a new Tiger Woods. He's nice to people. He's conversing with people on the range. He's friends with Justin Thomas and Jordan Speed. He's friends with guys on tour. Tiger was the guy who showed up. It's like, I don't give a shit about friends. I'm here not to make friends. I'm here to win golf tournaments. It's that classic uh, that classic interview with Curtis Strange. 
When, oh, Tiger, yeah. when he's like 20 years You'll old. You'll learn. And Tiger's like, yeah, I'm here to win. Curtis is like, hey, you know, you know, finishing second isn't that bad. He's like, no, I'm here to win. You'll learn. <laughs> yep. It's outrageous. He's the GOAT. We'll see about catching jacks. Don't write him off. Here at Throwing Apart, the consensus is that he won't do it. But again, we'd be Don't fools be to write surprised. him off. Exactly. He won the fucking Masters. Holy <laughs> shit. <Yeah. laughs> uh, it's amazing. And then the President's Cup, We I don't want to spend too much time on it. He's playing in it. Yeah, There were multiple people that were like, oh, he shouldn't pick himself. Okay, shut up. It's Tiger Woods. He's going to play. He's won. He's won recently. Just get healthy. Make sure the back is okay. As long as he's like out there limber. And the thing is, I think when he's not feeling good, you can tell in his golf swing. It's very weird, very strange. He starts finishing more upright and comes out of it faster because he's, he's almost kind of nursing that – that staying down longer and turning through at the like the speed he's turning, yeah. That, and you have a back injury, you're coming out of that shit a little early. It's a lot of torque. If you, if you, yeah, if you're, if you're if you're if you're starting to nurse it, you can tell. Yep. So with Tiger Woods winning, we were going to do the golf uh, or the the outside the ropes questions episode this week, but I mean him winning 82 wins. I mean that's that takes precedent. Sorry, it's coming next week because I don't expect us. If Tiger Woods doesn't win, with them playing over in Asia with the time differences and whatnot, I just don't really – it's hard to watch it. I will say, though, with them finishing on a Monday, we got to watch it in prime time last night. Which was awesome. That was great. Big fan of that. Except there was a slight overlap between the Astros game, so I recorded both <laughs> and went back and watched it this morning. Uh, go Astros as well. Game six, coming back to Houston. If you're, I guess by the time you're listening to this, tonight. The game is tonight. It's weird. We're talking in the future now. That was weird. You're welcome, America. <laughs> <laughs> uh, really quick golf gossip. T-Bone, do you see the uh, costumes of Brooks Kepka and Dustin Johnson this year for Halloween? What do you think about that? Pretty bold. Uh, Brooks Kepka, very bold with the uh, <laughs> dick in the box from SNL. <laughs> I love it. I love how much he doesn't care about anything. Step one. <laughs> Dick in a box. What was DJ? And I didn't even see DJ's. DJ was Jackie Moon from... Uh, he was me. Will Ferrell's character in Semi-Pro. Jackie Moon. Okay. Yeah. Jackie Semi-Pro. Moon. In Semi-Pro. <laughs> the Semi-Pro. <laughs> and he didn't hold out on the costume. He went all out. He did. High and tight shorts. Uh, fully committed to the costume. I like seeing character on, on the PGA Tour, especially when one of the best golfers in the game... Commits to the dick in the box character. <laughs> it's phenomenal. SNL. That's cool. I love that. Where's a man thong? Does not give a fuck. I love it. I love it. So you heard it here for first. T Bone is a full support supporter of the man thong. God, I couldn't even get that out. I was laughing so hard. T Bone gives the man thong the big check. It's mark. a mean, it's a buy on the man thong and a buy on the dick in the box. All right, T Bone. Got you now. Can you, can you imagine this in the nineties though? Hal Sutton or uh, Furyk, Furyk or who's another just lame ass golfer? Um, Woody Austin. Hey, that makes sense with Dick in the Box. Yeah, Woody Austin, that would be. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! But yeah, you just don't. You wouldn't see this, and I like that golfers or have a lot more personality now. It's pretty great. I enjoy it. This is it's the good. good stuff of social media too, and then of course Paulina. Jenna Sims, looking good as well. The better Always. halves, if you will, of DJ and Brooks Kepka. 
Yeah. Always. Yeah. Always. It's pretty aggressive, though. I it love is. it. <laughs> I love it's it. awesome. <laughs> it's great. Uh, so we got some other golf gossip stuff. Uh, we'll save, I think, for later. I don't know. Is there any other golf gossip? Not that I've seen. I've like written stuff down, but I forget where, and then I forget about it. Like we never really talked about the three-year ban that the guy got on the Asian tour for flipping them off or something. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Did we? Or maybe I just talked to you about that. I was like, you I think you're banned for I think that. It was off mic. Yeah. I could never play on that tour. <laughs> I guess like, some of the shit the that I say <laughs> on the golf course after a shot, like I'd be gone in two swings. Like imagine if you're grinding out on many tours and some dickweed just like takes a picture and like it messes you up. Yeah, I'd be pissed. That's why JT he kicked the guy out for being an asshole. God, but po- then, but then we shit on JT for doing that. I don't know. That's a there's a balance somewhere. I don't know where that balance is, but I don't know. Fans be respectful out there, and golfers don't be too uptight. Relax. Be like DJ and Brooks. Yeah, I couldn't. Im- I couldn't imagine DJ do, being anything like Jackie Moon. I've never seen him that animated <laughs> or have any type of amount of energy that Jackie Moon did during a semi-pro. Okay, I think that's all we got, fellas. It's a good week. I'm I'm glad we're all back. KJ, good seeing you as well. Good to be back. I don't know if we have any golf coming up here soon. Again, go Houston Astros. Game six. Bring home the World Series. That is the white ball that is life this week. We I, d- I don't want to go to the game seven. I don't know about y'all. Like, no, we got to get it. We got to get it done. That's going to be a bullpen game if we go to seven. Well, Grinky can start. But then again, they might have Max Scherzer come right. back since he didn't start game five. Let's just which we do not want to oh. face. We got Justin Verlander at home. Yeah. Go Strohs. It's got to be. What a way to win it right there. Lock it up. No, you lock it up. Lock it up. (laughs) No, you lock it up. All right. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Remember, subscribe, rate, and review. Give us that five stars on Apple Podcasts. Write us a review there. You can follow us on social media at 300PartPod. That's the number three, 300PartPod, Twitter and Instagram. I promise next week, barring another Tiger Woods victory or some other absurd thing that's going on, we are doing strictly outside the ropes next week. So send us your questions. I've compiled a list. It's going to be great. Even if we don't get to all of them, we'll answer them eventually. So keep sending those in. We really appreciate it. Tell a friend about the podcast. Tell a coworker, middle-aged aunt, your parents. No. A friend. (laughs) Another friend. (laughs) Just tell one person. That's how we grow this thing organically. We got some good things coming down the pipeline, though. Now, T-Bone and I were kind of talking a little bit off air. KJ, we'll we'll talk soon since you're back. We're going to work really hard i think this next fall use use thanksgiving christmas to really try to figure out a game plan coming in the 2020 because we want to keep doing it we got some new things coming yeah it's gonna be electric so tune in tell a friend you're the reason why we're doing this we appreciate y'all thanks everybody and remember little white ball is life <laughs>